section four part one chapter three the minor minor prophets of mountains in the mist this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. mountains in the mist by frank w borham the minor minor prophets it was the deliberate opinion of charlie bates the pickpocket that bill sykes dog was an out-and-out -out christian he wouldn't so much as bark in a witness-box for fear of committing himself no not if you tied him up in one and left him there without whittles for a fortnight added the artful dodger he's an out-and-out -out christian said charlie i do not quite understand why i have begun this chapter with bill sykes dog i meant to have written about balaam's ass i must apologize to my readers for having introduced the wrong animal but now that we have bill sykes dog here we may as well have a good look at him for there is a distinct connection between the two after all and personally i always find it more easy to understand the record of the wayward prophet and his eloquent beast when i think of it with the story of bill sykes and his dog open before me yes he's an out-and-out -out christian said charlie i am inclined to go one step farther than did charlie i propose to establish a new order to be called the minor minor prophets and among these minor minor prophets both balaam's ass and sykes dog will find honourable places principal george adam smith of aberdeen our greatest living authority on hebrew prophecy says that the two indispensable qualifications of a prophet are vision and voice your prophet sees what others cannot see and therefore he says what others cannot say now those are precisely the features about these minor minor prophets that impress me most their vision is positively uncanny and they say things unutterable balaam's ass is by no means alone in that respect i do not keep a dog it is too humiliating a man cannot possibly enjoy the companionship of a dog and maintain his self-respect walk along a country road with a dog and he will discover and draw your attention to a hundred things to which you were totally blind every broken stick every mark in the mud every scratch in the sand every gap in the hedge every fluttering leaf means something to the dog it is his way of reading history he knows exactly what has happened and what is happening now and what is going to happen a wonderful seer is he it is positively painful he makes his owner feel like a dolt and a dullard it is the story of balaam over again the ass saw the angel but balaam didn't any man who keeps a dog or a horse or a minor minor prophet of any kind knows that this sort of thing happens very often travellers tell us that a horse or a donkey is never deceived by a mirage and just because these minor minor prophets see so much more than we can see they say so much more than we can say. I've never been able to sympathize with those who find a difficulty in the eloquence of Balaam's ass. When I was a child, I pored over Aesop's fables, and it seemed the most natural thing in the world to me that the wolves and the foxes, the dogs and the horses, the storks and the cranes, should speak to each other and to men. I do not remember ever pausing to think about it. It seemed so perfectly and exquisitely fitting and right then followed that silly and superior stage in which we doubt everything that we had ever believed and during that period i of 
course turned up my nose contemptuously at my childish simplicity and assured myself that it was all nonsense how could animals speak the idea was preposterous then came wisdom or at least an inkling of it i remembered that the history of the world was crammed with just such stories as the story of balaam's ass did not geese call up the slumbering roman guards and save the capital did not a spaniel cry aloud and spare not after the fashion of a major prophet until he had saved a nation from disgrace the prince of orange and all his centuries slept the spanish soldiers were within striking distance and in that moment of eminent peril on which the destinies of nations trembled the prince of spaniels spake out bravely to his dying day says motley the prince ever afterwards kept a spaniel of the same race in his bedchamber i came too upon luther's tribute to his robin i have one preacher he says that i love better than any other upon earth it is my little tame robin which preaches to me daily i put his crumbs upon my window-sill especially at night he hops on to the sill when he wants his supply and takes as much as he desires to satisfy his need from thence he always hops up to a little tree close by and lifts up his voice to god and sings his carol of praise and gratitude tucks his little head under his wing and goes fast to sleep and leaves to-morrow to look after itself he is the best preacher that i have on earth and then my scepticism almost gone and my mind swinging rapidly back to my childhood's faith i came upon bill sykes dog how reproachfully he used to look up into the burglar's face tell me that these minor minor prophets cannot speak call them dumb creatures i have heard a dog say more in two seconds than i could express in two minutes or write in two pages does not a pointer say more than a parrot to be sure these creatures are no more dumb than balaam's ass like him they are minor minor prophets they have vision and they have voice if we think them dumb it is because we ourselves are deaf that is all yes they have voice and no man who has heard these minor minor prophets can afford to ignore their message let me give one startling and tremendous illustration i sometimes think it is the most sensational thing in literature a hundred years ago there took place napoleon's historic and memorable retreat from moscow among those frozen mountain passes and along those deep and shadowy valleys in which the drifted snow had buried the very pine trees napoleon strewed the corpses of half a million men it is the most stupendous tragedy that the history of the world can produce did no prophet rise up in those days to warn the emperor that his invasion of russia would be attended by so enormous and appalling a catastrophe there were prophets to warn him god never lets any man much less half a million men rush to his dreadful doom without sending some prophet to warn and deliver he sent minor minor prophets listen frank buckland the great naturalist who knew the minor minor prophets thoroughly says if the emperor napoleon went on the road to moscow had condescended to observe the flights of storks and cranes passing over his fated battalions subsequent events in the politics of europe might have been very different these storks and cranes knew of the coming on of a great and terrible winter the birds hastened towards the south but napoleon and his huge army pressed on northwards and we australians remember gratefully the pigeon that up in the dusty heart of the continent 
showed captain sturt where the water was and saved the life of the greatest of all our explorers we gladly welcome that gentle bird with its keen vision and its soft voice to the goodly fellowship of the minor minor prophets balaam thrashed the ass and bill sykes kicked the dog that is always the fate of the prophets even of the minor minor prophets indeed it was not owing to the virtue of either balaam or bill sykes that the ass and the dog poor minor minor prophets did not fare even worse balaam said unto the ass i would there were a sword in mine hand for now i would kill thee and bill sykes did actually prepare to drown the dog had the stone and the string and the water all ready but the dog having a prophetic gift on which the burglar had not reckoned mysteriously vanished we are born persecutors it comes quite naturally to us to stone the prophets it's very absurd we might just as well smash the mirror if it dares to suggest that we are not as handsome as apollo or as beautiful as venus but absurd and illogical as it all is we do it we are like macaulay's hindu who seeing the sacred water of the ganges under a microscope smashed the microscope and so poor balaam thrashed his ass and longed to slay him and so poor bill sykes kicked his dog and tried to drown him and so and on precisely identical principles all your persecutions have been inaugurated those roaring lions at rome that hideous inquisition in spain those blazing fires at smithfield it is the same sad and silly old story over and over and over again there was a prophet once the peerless prince of all the prophets and all the prophets of all the ages reverently salute him he possessed the two great essentials he had vision such as no prophet before or since ever enjoyed and voice for it was like the sound of many waters beneath the magic of his utterance wicked men winced and weeping women were wondrously comforted but they crucified him his path led to the cross it reached its climax on calvary that is always the way the prince of the prophets and the major prophets and the minor prophets and even the minor minor prophets must all pay that same dread penalty for truth's dear sake and i for my part am face to face with a terrible choice shall i take my stand with those noble souls prophets and heroes and martyrs who have seen clearly and spoken truly come what may or shall i be found skulking among those who wince beneath the word slash savagely at the faithful speaker and stagger blindly out into the dark he's an out-and-out -out christian said charlie bates the pickpocket as he discussed bill sykes dog with his friend the artful dodger his bald and domatic affirmation may be open to theological criticism but i am in no mood at this moment to take up the cudgels against him End of part one chapter three